I'm Big Al Hammond. And I'm Phoebe Fowler. And we want to welcome you to our very special Greatest Hits Volume 4 episode of the In the Distance Oblivious Playlist Podcast. For this very special episode, we're picking our favorite 11 songs from our last 11 playlists to put into our Greatest Hits Playlist. This podcast will be an actual recording of the odd and ritual-filled ceremony we go through to select those songs. Our podcast is never intended to be overly professional. It's basically unscripted. Just two random people sitting around talking about music and why we often like, but sometimes dislike, each other's music tastes. What did you think of, I guess, both of our greatest hit submissions this year? I'm so excited about this, as always. I mean, we're always excited. Um, but to tell you the truth, I got really sort of confused. <laughs> about whose song was whose? Yes, but more than that. I think, I think we go into the greatest hits usually sort of having an idea which songs we remember and which songs we're excited mm. about this time like i couldn't even remember these songs yep i don't know if like i'm getting old i'm getting stupid whether we had other stuff going on i feel like i remember these songs but i i for the life of me i can't remember who picked which yep i can't remember and like i intentionally didn't go back very much ahead of time to like listen to these again and and remember which of mine I wanted in and which of yours I, I was just gonna sort of say like, like you almost kind of have to listen to all of them all over again you kind of do to yeah. get a sense of wait did I even like this song and like I kind of remember the artist but I don't know that song yeah. particularly yeah. anything you I even remotely like I dumped into a playlist yeah and then like narrowed it down from there. But even mm -hmm. then, obviously it's it's. And then super you still hard. have a bunch of songs in that playlist. Yes, yes. <laughs> that you have to listen to and fucking remember. Yes. And 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 also eliminate ones that you really, really love. Yes. Yeah. I know like a few days before we get together to actually pick is sort of the <laughs> picking off a bit of making our playlists. Yes. Was it more difficult for you this time because there's songs that you knew that you already liked or as far as ones i submitted to you or the actual picking thing that we're going to do today the ones that you submitted to me the that... ones getting those into the cut i should say narrowing it down to 10. yes that was that was probably harder mm -hmm. i think i started with 25 or 30 and i narrowed that down fairly quickly to like 16 to 18 and then to about 13 and then to 11 and I had decided on the 10 and then one of the 10 I changed my mind on yep I did that I think for the same song like three times already mm -hmm. <laughs> that ended up getting in but we'll see <laughs> we'll see how that one fares there's one in particular that started out like in the 16 to 18 that was gonna get that its its head was on the chopping block yep and it it not only made it but i really really like it so we'll see uh how do you think you will do this is always this is always such a crapshoot because it is and we've talked about this before it's like on any given day especially for greatest hits like yeah i mean you're gonna have if we do it today, tomorrow, and the following day, we'll have three completely different playlists. Um, I think I'll get seven. Mm -hmm. And how many will I get? I think you're gonna get eight. I think you're gonna do a little better than me. Yeah, again, it's such a crapshoot. I think we're both gonna get seven. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's my guess. And I have the You have possession. the tiebreaker. I have the tiebreaker. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yeah, we uh, listeners, we normally have the squirrely ball of confusion, but we do greatest hits sort of on its own little in its own little universe, and we don't have a name for the tiebreaker. We don't. We hits. still don't have we, one. We need to. We need to like. We need to up our game. We can name it after Carl. Oh, maybe like 
Maybe like the, uh, like a gift from Carl's litter box. So, uh, we'll explain a little bit about the format here. Normally, we just pick 10 random songs that we have found to listen to, that we've enjoyed listening to for each month, and we send them to each other. For Greatest Hits, we not only picked 10 songs that have already been in the playlist in the previous 11 months, but we could only pick each other's songs. Correct. And I was thinking, I was thinking about this this week, how cool this is because I mean I feel like the playlist in general is always more or less mutually agreed on but I feel like for this it's even more so because like it had to get in the playlist initially it had to be one mm-hmm. of my songs but then you had to really like it too exactly so there's no there aren't any songs that we both don't really like all yes. 20 of these songs I think we're all in agreement we're really stand out fantastic songs and that's why this makes it so difficult it makes it so difficult but it also makes it so fun because it's like every song we really really love but that's basically the format here and other than that it's the same format of we sort of take turns picking each other's um, submissions but we'll also in addition to maybe talking about some of the ones that didn't get in that we submitted we're also going to go back and have a little have a little uh why the fuck didn't you pick that song session? segment yes. <laughs> of, of that'll be fun things that we really wanted the other person to pick that yes for unknown reasons they just didn't <laughs> they just didn't pick up on i hear some uh some little uh there's there's some animosity here i'm, I'm hearing that <laughs> and i'm, I'm sure in reverse Uh-oh. too i'm sure i left a few of your favorites out so but anyway uh so for our Greatest Hits playlist, we went back over the previous 11 months. We submitted 10 songs to each other that we, the other had originally submitted. I submitted 10 songs of Phoebe's. She submitted 10 songs of mine. There are links to all those in the show notes. And now we're going to take turns, as we always do, narrowing those 20 songs down first to 10 and then to the 11 songs that will actually become the finished Greatest Hits playlist. And I am going to start off the ceremony by first picking one of Phoebe's songs. We're listening to Cold Canary Gaslight by Marty O'Reilly in the Old Soul Orchestra from the album Pray For Rain, released in 2014. I can't say I'm too surprised you picked this. This should not be a surprise <laughs> at all. This was like the one that had to get in. Yeah. I definitely think I put this one in here for you. <laughs> knowing Fair. that you'd have some fucking grievances <laughs> if I left this one out. Well. I mean, amongst other songs too. That's but. entirely true, but it's also you put it in here knowing that I was going to pick it and you would get at least one right. Uh-huh. <laughs> To be fair, we, we both do that. We both do that. That's fine. I feel like in this playlist, I, I thought more about songs that you would like. I mean, obviously, songs that I would like and would want to pick. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I gave more care to ones that I knew that you had strong I, reactions. I, I, to. I definitely did some of that as well. Some, some of, some of my submissions to you were definitely, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. I won't <laughs> quite say gifts, but ones that I knew that you loved. I really do like this song, though. Yeah. There's just something in his voice. Like, you hear something different every time. Yeah. Has your opinion of this song changed at all? My opinion of it has gotten better. Yeah. I mean, I already liked it initially, but somehow, if you want to use that word, gifting this song to you, it just it made me like it more. Yeah. It's a it made very, me appreciate like, it more. It's definitely got a magic, and he's got a weird... He's got a wonderful weirdness to his presence, I think. Mm-hmm. And I love the fiddle in this. Like the fiddle, like is what makes it for me. Both the both the bowed stuff and also yep. where he's doing little pizzicato stuff on the on the violin. It's so beautiful. And it sounds simple, but it, yeah. you know it's not. And his voice is so 
raw and expressive. It's his voice for me yeah. that definitely makes it. And there's an intensity there. Oh, a huge intensity. So that was number one. Now you're going to pick one of mine that was originally yours. Correct. I don't think either of us should be surprised. I'm not surprised, but remember when I told you there was one song that started out low and, and kept moving up and kept yeah, moving up? Yeah, boy. This would be it. So this is Phantom Other by Department of Eagles. Man, this is a good song. Isn't it? Yeah. Yep. I was listening to it, I think, last night, and I just kept replaying this uh, song like yeah. four times. Yeah, I kind of like, I kind of had put this on the back burner of my mm -hmm. selections, and then it's like, you know, you'll like be, you'll, you'll put your big list of possibles on in the background. Yeah. And like at least twice and I think three times I'd be like doing something else and I, this song would come on and I was like, uh -huh. oh, I forgot. This is like <laughs> really good. And I was like, maybe I need to pay more attention to this. Yeah. One, you know? I don't know where I was in, I don't know, 2005, 2008, whenever they were out, but I should have been there. I should have been tuned into this this was never this was never it. even remotely yep on my radar i was it's funny because i was like in the surrounding area but i never quite touched on this yeah i didn't know anything about them oh it's so good it's his phrasing but also all of his background stuff that atmosphere he's creating and he has a habit of doing that in all of his music that i really like but i think it it really shines in this one in particular the few others but I agree with everything you said, but I also think it starts out you just like it for the atmosphere, mm -hmm. but it's also just a really fun song. It's clever. It like does interesting things. Yep. It doesn't just do the same thing. It like does interesting things with melody and mood and going from one type to another type. I'm impressed. This is also a great one to listen to on headphones. Yes. And and I think definitely a lot of a lot of these sound way better on headphones mm -hmm. than they do on speakers. There's like a a textured intensity to yes. them that you don't pick up unless you it's, listen yeah, to headphones. Yeah, it's like it's almost lost. You lose something in not listening to it on headphones. I agree. All right. Um, I'm going to pick one of my songs now. Correct. This is Daniel Romano's All the Reaching Trims. For me, like this is such a testament to how different music can be and still be <laughs> wonderful. Like this would come up for me, uh, shuffle when mm -hmm. I was listening to the playlist, listen to the options. And like, it sort of suffered in comparison to other ones. Yes. And then I would listen to it more and I'm like, Good God, this is beautiful mm -hmm. and so interesting. I have to say, I'm a little surprised to see that you put it in and also that you just picked it. Why? Because, well, initially, I got the sense that you didn't like it as much as I liked it. And mm -hmm. I was trying to explain that it had like, it was it was textured, but in a different way. Yeah, yeah. And it was definitely, it kind of sounded like it didn't really have a time period. You know, like you don't really know where to, like where to fit it, and I know like you found that music video of him playing what in the bathroom or in something in the men's room, yes, in the men's in room in front of the urinals, and that somehow made it better. And that version was really good, yeah. but I didn't know you liked it that much. It definitely, it definitely grew on me. Mm -hmm. And what you said about like you can't, like you can't tell when it was written. Like in some ways, it feels like a 15th century liturgical song yeah. or something. Yes. Right? it sounds like something that. <laughs> A choir would have done in a medieval mm -hmm. church but then it also feels very sort of 60s brit folk yes. kind of stuff definitely and that it's a contemporary song it's like yeah. new yeah right it was it came out a few years ago yeah so. <laughs> and he did a video of it in front of the urinals so this also sounds really good on headphones it does yeah, yeah. it's almost like someone's massaging your brain yes. or something yes. Yes. <laughs> brain music you're not you're not wrong the previous department of eagles is like that too like the way he layers his voice uh-huh 
this has a different a, way. But. This has both a soothing quality and a real intense quality mm -hmm. in his voice. Like there's something almost like grating is too strong a word, but there's something yes. very like it's just it's almost on that edge yeah, of yeah. yeah. What, whatever like, that's called, we need to like figure out a name for this so I can apply that to my music search when I'm looking for stuff. And he's like demanding your attention mm -hmm. and respect. Without being overly dramatic about it. You know, like you can you can stand on stage, you can sing this song the way he's singing it, or you can yell notes at people, right? It's, mm -hmm. like, it's just a different way of... I don't know. I think there's a lot of intensity and a lot of... There's definitely a lot of intensity, but it feels to me more like a quiet, yeah, like yeah. almost bubbling over intensity rather than something yeah. that's constantly boiling. I don't disagree. So good. Oh, this is already shaping up to be a wonderful playlist. I've, so far. <laughs> that was number three. Correct. You're going to pick one of yours, which was originally mine. Indeed. This is Lisa O'Neill, her song Pothole in the Sky from the album of the same name, released in 2016. You know what I think of this one? Yeah. I would say that that's accurate. Thank you. Oh my God, I love this so much. Well, you look very happy right now, so I think you're glad I picked it. I'm, this is a song that I, I don't like, but I absolutely oh, really? love. Yeah, I oh, love it, this it's song. her voice. It's everything about this song, <laughs> and like, it's a song that is like so fucking weird, it's weird, and I just love it. Yeah, it's funny because I surprised myself with this song when you submitted this. I forget when you submitted it. Initially, I was kind of like, mm, "What the fuck," and just like kept moving on, and then I came back to the song. And it kind of just got stuck in my yeah. head. And not even any of the lyrics, just like the overall mood of it. And like that building intensity that yeah. she creates with her voice. I don't know. It was, I wasn't even going to submit it in, into the final Greatest Hits playlist. But then I couldn't take it out. I was like, well, I can't, I can't get rid of this song. I was kind of like that when I submitted it initially. I've mm -hmm. submitted it not quite as a throwaway, but it's just like a song that like, I kind of liked listening to it, and I wanted to make you listen to it for a week, but I had no intention that either one of us would possibly pick it. I I really like it. And here now, it is though. in the yeah, greatest. Yeah, I love the song. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you remember, and I don't fully remember either. Do you remember the video for this? No. Was we, there a video? We yeah. We need to go back and look at the video for this because <laughs> it will it will enhance your. You have a weirdness factor of like mm -hmm. eight out of ten now. You watch the video <laughs> and your weirdness factor will be like twelve out of ten. <laughs> if if it's what I remember. But like a voice. Oh my god. And where is she from? Do you remember? Well, you want to take a wild guess? Is she Irish? Yeah, she's yeah. Irish. We've we we are up we are about Ireland lately. Ireland in Australia. Ireland, okay. Australia, something and, often, and often Sweden. Yes. I had, I think, starting out 20, 22 of yours. Mm -hmm. And this was in here. And I was like, yeah, this is that song I just couldn't get out of my head at that time. Mm -hmm. And then I take it out, and literally two days later, I was like, oh my God, it's back in, it's <laughs> right. back in. Where did it go? Oh my God. Where'd my friend go? <laughs> I was that way with Department of Eagles. I was mm -hmm. like about to take it out, and then I was like, why was I going to take this out? That's funny. So that's two for ten now then. The songs that we kind of didn't really think that we'd put in our finalized playlist. And now they're already picked in the greatest hits. I, th I think I think three out of four <laughs> that I'm looking at were ones that seemed a little unlikely to one or both of us. Yeah, this is going to be a fun one. Yep. All right. So now we're moving on to you picking one of mine. Yes. Yes. Also, no surprise. <laughs> so this is Ida Mae, their song, Hold You Like Fading Light, 
from the album Thunder Above you released in 2023. We have several songs, we have several artists in our greatest hits possibilities that have an interesting history with our playlist. I'm thinking of Ida Mae. This was the third time I submitted them. That's true. <laughs> and like the first two, I loved to death and did not get in. This one not only got in, but is now a greatest hit. Indeed it is. I love everything about this song. Yeah, this is, this is what I want to hear from them. That's fair. But the other two were also what I want to hear from them. But, but I, 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 do, I do grant you that this is the best of the three, I think. I think so. Yeah, I think part of their draw is like his guitar stuff. And it is like, it definitely adds to their sound in a very mm -hmm. gritty, intense way. But the way their voices work together to me is the magic. Yes. The voices and the simplicity in everything else, mm -hmm. the minimalism of that, yeah. and just, it's almost like you have to turn everything down so you can just pay attention and listen to it. Yeah. This is also a great headphone song. Mm -hmm. This is a headphone playlist. We're headphone people feature. <laughs> There's also something in his voice, at least, that reminds me of Jeff, like, of Jeff Buckley in this song. Uh-huh. He's like got that. a raw power to his voice, but also a surprising level of control. Mm-hmm. It's definitely the control that's yeah. it sounds, sets him above. It sounds, it sounds out of control, but it's completely controlled. Mm -hmm. Are you ready to pick one of mine? I am. Yeah, I had to do it. I had to do it. Ladies and gentlemen, Stevie Wonder, Pastime Paradise. I will say I did not vote for this. I put this in with every intention of voting for it, if not actually picking it myself. It's so fucking wonderful. It is. But others, I won't say it slipped, but others just kind of like passed it a little bit. See, but I'm so I happy. I'm so happy this is him. I wasn't going to pick it either. Uh-huh. And then like yesterday i was like wait a second <laughs> stevie came to you he did he came to me in a dream <laughs> it's so fucking good it's everything you want in a stevie wonder song it's like rhythmic and intense mm -hmm. and his beautiful voice and astounding melody and just catchy as fuck this is so good i i did hesitate i think initially to even consider this song just it's stevie wonder okay stevie wonder is probably in some playlist everywhere around the world yep but it's it's too fucking good yeah had to do it i think the only reason i didn't vote for it and not that this is a major consideration it will be something of an outlier in the rest of the playlist but i don't That's how care we got our start. i don't care yeah you know it's like it's it's a we'll great song out, we should it. put it in and this was never a hit for him. Which is crazy to which me. Which is slightly surprising. Yeah. Well, it definitely came back around with... Right. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's reuse. Mm -hmm. I still think this is better, though. I kind of do, too. All right. Um, you are picking one of your own songs Ooh. now. Ooh. I know. And you are picking from... List A. That was six. Indeed. So this will be seven. So this is the last song of mine that I can get in. Correct. I went back and forth on this one. I was definitely going to pick it, and then I wasn't, and then I was, and then I wasn't. This is Shouldn't Say Mine by Dean Johnson. And what just, what a lovely song. I remember when I initially submitted this, you really, really liking it. I did. Especially like seeing that video. The video after. is so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of not surprised to see this here. Uh-huh. Because I thought you, I don't know, I had it in my head that you really, really liked this song. I, 
It's just a very beautiful, simple little almost country song. It sounds country, like like old old country, yeah, yeah. right? Fifties uh, country. Yeah. yeah. And I love the little where the tinkling little piano comes mm -hmm. in in the middle. Yeah, it's those little things that are hard to explain, I think, to people. And I think there's definitely a side, so there's us, right? People that love music and wish they could make music like this, but are happy like listening to it yes. and gushing over and it. And appreciating it. Right, and then there are, those, there are those that do this every day, and it's inherent to those people. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, how do I touch that side of greatness? It's interesting to me, though, and I don't know any. I don't know enough about Dean Johnson to know. You can go to school for music and study music and study music theory mm -hmm. and learn things about ways to change key in music school. But then there's people that just. How do you pick up a guitar one day? Exactly. And le learn how to play guitar and then learn how to do magic yes. like this. Exactly. How do you make that song? Yeah. How do you make that Daniel Romano song? Mm -hmm. Like. There's, there's something, even if you have all of the skills, there's something else there that's just like a natural yeah. inclination for it. And how do you even come up with the idea of this beautiful melody? Yeah. Where does that come from? Yeah. Do you just, do you actually write that? Are there people collaborating on this? People that are like experienced in the music industry? Mm -hmm. Are they making changes? Are you making changes? Mm -hmm. I want to know all that shit. Yeah. I want to know it and I want to have the ability. <laughs> That'd be great. Good luck. <laughs> I believe in you. Thank you. That was seven, I believe. You're going to pick your last one of yours that you can pick. No. Okay. Yeah. I must. It's a tough call. Yeah. It's, it's it was for difficult. me on that one. We're listening to Sylvan Esso once again. Her song, Coming Back to You from the album no, no Rules Sandy, released in 2022. This was an impossible choice between this and one other one. You made the right choice. Well, <sighs> you made a right choice. Uh, yeah, exactly. Man, I love this so much. <laughs> this one and the other one that I was uh, nail-biting on we has been stuck in my head for like a month. We talked about we talked about this before when it was in, and it was just in February. It was. Last and we month. talked about it then, and it's like, oh, this I don't think I, I don't think I was prepared to like this song mm -hmm. as much as I like this song. I liked it enough to put it in my playlist, and it's like, it becomes more and more, just weird. Yes, the more I, you listen to it, th that is trending for this uh, greatest hits I, playlist. I don't disagree. And so many of these, we've we're familiar with, we've been listening to for a while, and yet we're still. You're st you learning and new hearing things. new things about yeah. them and songs that we kind of initially maybe even brushed over they definitely have flown under the radar i think i think i think the trend for this greatest hits is songs that we may not have liked that much starting out and the more you listen to them mm -hmm. it's like oh my god exactly and this is a perfect example this is also a headphone song yes She's so interesting. So Amelia Meath is the woman we're talking about. And she's so interesting that her other stuff, The A's and Mountain Man, mm -hmm. are very much about beautiful blended vocals and yes. harmonies. And Sylvanesso, not that she doesn't display a beautiful voice in this, but it's more about weird atmosphere. And yes. I guess that's her partner who mm -hmm. I've forgotten his name. But their collaboration brings out this weird alchemy of magic and of atmosphere that I think not that I don't love Mountain Man but I think that's what makes Sylvan Esso but it's interesting that yeah. she does both and again how do you do that yeah like, <laughs> and how, you, how you do any of this? the fuck all right we are heading into that our was, number nine aren't eight. we this is nine <laughs> One for Jackie, One for Crystal by Rhett Madison, released in 2023. This had to get in, man. <laughs> this just had to get in. Yeah, I had to submit this song. Like, I couldn't forget about this. I thought we both really liked it. This is one that, like, I, I think I kind of tried to not 
like as much as I did just because there were so many good songs to pick. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, I, 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 can, I, can, I can throw this one to the curb. Like, you know, this is not that good. But like every time I hear it, I'm just like, the lyrics mm -hmm. are just so dark and compelling. And it's such a story. Yes. And just her, there's little phrases in the lyrics. It's it's definitely her phrasing in the song for me. Like, the lyrics are really good, and it's dark and moving and intense. But it's her phrasing and like her, the little choices that she makes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Or just yeah. wow, I hadn't heard that before. And the phrases fit the lyrics yes. so fucking perfectly. That's that's what does it. That's crazy. That's, it's like you can have great phrasing, but does it does it suit? Does it serve the song? Does it serve the mm -hmm. lyrics? And like for me, like, ooh. She, like she like she fucking stabs you yeah <laughs> i i wouldn't mind being stabbed if yeah, it was like right. that i don't know how you never mind sing this song i don't know how you write this song yeah. and like and write that phrasing and how that all works not even perfectly it's it's so unique i feel like to this artist i haven't heard that anywhere else yeah i agree you're going to pick the very last of the 10 songs that go into the fourth volume of In the Distance, Oblivious, Greatest Hits. I am indeed. Are you prepared for that responsibility? I am. This is Samantha Crane. The song is An Echo. She's she's another one, man. Mm -hmm. Like she and Sylvan Esso and Ida May, and to some degree Rhett Madsen, they're just like they're badasses. Yeah, what I'm a liking voice. this new wave of what a voice, yep. man. I kind of had a feeling that I, like I knew you were going to submit this song. <laughs> it's an easy one to submit. It's like one I wanted to listen to this song for another week <laughs> and two it's just so good and it's it's you know it's like I think we both I think we both want to submit stuff for greatest hits we talked a little bit about this earlier I feel like greatest hits is like this statement that we make mm -hmm. of what we want our playlist to be about and like I was saying before it's like it can't just be a one-person song. It can't yep. be a song that I really like and then I pick up my own song. Exactly. We both have to really love these songs. Yes. And I think, not to make it sound all high and mighty, but like, I think we take, I think we take greatest hits seriously. We I think, do. I think we want. Oh, it I take to, it so seriously. I think we want to make a real statement about what music matters to us, as two people, and this is a great example of that for me. I feel like I really put a priority on submitting songs that I thought you would really like Same. and a couple that I wanted you to think about more that I believed that you would like in a way that you hadn't before if I submitted. Uh -huh. I don't know, uh -huh. but yeah, that was I, fun. I think we do that. I think we do that to some degree anyway of like. Here's a song you may not like, yes. but I really love, and I want you to listen to it for a week, mm -hmm. you know? And, like, maybe you'll like it more and maybe you won't, but it's, like, and that's kind of fun. But I think with Greatest Hits, it's even more so. It's, yes. like, here's here's something that I find to be really genuine and also really worthy of what we want this playlist to be about. So at this point, we've picked our 10 songs, so we're going to compare our ballots. That'll be marked before the ceremony began. To see how we did. Plan number one, who rotates each time we do our Greatest Hits playlist, when this case is Big Al. We'll ring the chime of Thelonious the correct number of times corresponding to my correct number of picks. And then Phoebe, who was player number two. Will ring the chime in the same manner. Whoever has the most correct votes will then pick two songs. So these songs can either be songs that didn't get picked already from this playlist or any other song. 
and the loser in the voting will then select one of those two songs for the final 11th pick. In case of a tie, which happens often, we have a tiebreaker that will decide any ties in the voting process. Whoever has the tiebreaker, which is now me, will thereby be pronounced the winner in case of a tie, and therefore the proud owner of the trophy of Tom's terrific tunage awarded to the winner of the current Greatest Hits playlist for the next 11 months. So I think I am up with the chime. Eight. Oh, eight. Okay. <laughs> you were waiting for more? Uh, the eight was really good. <laughs> that was six. Eight. You got eight. <laughs> I got eight. Yeah. You always tease me with that little last one. That's so mean. <laughs> You gotta keep it spicy. <laughs> Congratulations. It so you will now be awarded the trophy of Tom's terrific tunage. For for viewers who may hooray, not have seen hooray. this, this is a snow globe with the with a photograph of Tom Waits inside with a bubble over his head that says, Baby, your songs are the greatest. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, congratulations. Yay. You did awesome. So <laughs> I did better I did one better than I thought I would, so yes. no complaints. So as the winner of the number four greatest hits playlist, and as the new owner of the trophy of Tom's terrific tunage, the two songs I'm selecting for Al to pick from are Cassandra Jenkins' New Bikini and Nathaniel Rateliff, Oil and Lavender. So Al, what's our final pick going to be? It looks like you've picked Cassandra Jenkins' new bikini. I have. Man, that was a tough yeah, call. Yeah, I, <laughs> I felt kind of badly because I myself couldn't even really make that decision. When you first played them for me, I was like, oh, this is easy. Nathaniel Rateliff. Uh-huh. Because that's a beautiful song, and it was a song that I had trouble not including mm -hmm. to begin with. But then I thought... The reason I included this to begin with, and not the Nathaniel Rightliff, is kind of because I like this better. Yeah. I'm glad you, you made the decision and not me. It's so beautiful. I went back and looked, and Nathaniel Rightliff has never been in the greatest hits. No, but, but he's he has been, been in the yeah. playlist a whole lot. Yeah, And this he has is her been. first appearance. Yes. And this is also, it's kind of different than what we normally feature. Yes. And I kind of like that. Yeah, I was sad that this didn't get in, so I'm, I'm glad to see that it's made the greatest hits. Same. I feel like both both the Nathaniel Rightliff and this fit the other 10 songs in the playlist, but I feel like this fits better. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is a better fit yeah, with I could the see Sylvanesso and with some of the other stuff in a weird sort of atmospheric kind of way. It's like the mood that her voice yes. creates and like... I hate to admit it, but like the jazzy stuff kind of makes yes. it better. I'm never going to say no to some jazz shit. I know okay? you're not. I know you're not. And I often will <laughs> so say I'm no. So I'm happy, yes. happy to have jazz stuff in the playlist. There's a difference between jazz and jazzy, though. And this is like a little bit jazzy. <laughs> yep. It's good, though. It's good. It, this is See, amazing. Jazzy can be good. Yep. <laughs> ah, we made a really good Greatest Hits playlist. We really did. This is the second Greatest Hits playlist that we have featured in the podcast. True. And I think both of these, I think both of these are wonderful, wonderful testaments to 
some of the great music that we like and and what we what we love about music in different ways mm -hmm. number three and number four i think they both sort of talk about different elements of music that we love but good stuff thank what you what a great way to end the playlist with this song i don't disagree yeah it's a beautiful beautiful song jazzy <laughs> Thanks, baby. This was fun. Yeah, as thanks, always. Al. So we'll be back in a minute with and talk about some of the songs that didn't get in and talk about some of the songs that didn't even get submitted. Vistikoff's Sting. about a few of the songs that didn't get in okay yeah let's do so so at some point a hoopie got shortened to just hoopie what did you think of a hoopie <laughs> river bottom land speaking of songs that get stuck in your head yeah yeah man this is also a uh-huh uh-huh tina tambourine song so this was dance. one this was one i like had misgivings about including because it's like not it's not <laughs> stellar but it's just so fucking it's catchy. It's so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing Such I, a character. Another thing I noticed about this song is, like, I love how rough and easy it sounds mm -hmm. and it, it feels and his voice feels. This song is really tightly produced. Yeah, it's tight. This song is, yes. like, somebody put a lot of effort into mm -hmm. horns and background singers and yep. mixing and arranging, and it's, like... His voice is totally laid back and like he's sitting in the back of a 68 Eldorado. Yep. But the production is <laughs> fucking tight, man. It's so good. Yeah. Question. Yeah. Are we not men? <laughs> Answer. We are Devo. We are Devo. <laughs> yes. They are Devo. I can't get no satisfaction, I was, damn it. I was so shocked you put this in and so really? delighted. Oh, uh, yeah. I didn't think you uh, really even liked this song. Okay. To be fair, I didn't even think I was going to put this fucking song uh, in. And, like, I was at work the other day, and I was just, like, fucking dancing to this song. It's it's completely <laughs> infectious. I love it so much. It's also, I think we said this when it was in the playlist originally, it's exactly the same sentiment. Yes. said in a different decade how do you do that it's, it's like, every, <laughs> and like done well everything kids were saying in the 60s mm -hmm. 20 years later kids were saying in the 80s and this song says exactly the same thing yep. in a wonderfully 80s kind of way that, that's what you want a, like a good cover like this to be it's exactly. a fun cover right and i frankly i could not get this out of my head i'm gonna be hearing this song my fucking deathbed yeah yeah <laughs> and Arguably, I kind of think this is a better version. I'm not going to disagree uh -huh. with that. Yeah. I really thought you were going to pick the Madison Cunningham. There were I several kinda... that I really thought you were going to pick. Yeah. And this was one of them. I kind of think this is one song that you put in there for me. You're not wrong. But uh, also for me, like, I love it oh, too. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. I didn't know you liked it that much. Again... It's one of those songs that like grew on me in its rufusness. Yes. You know, like I remember you saying that like you liked the original more or something, or it was so much of a rufus song that you couldn't think of it differently, which kind of made me think that it wasn't a song that you were going to pick. I don't know that I, I don't know that I like the original more, but I, I love that she covered this. Yes, she does know? cover so well. She does covers very well. Man. Yeah, so she's another one that we sort of have a history with. Yeah. She's done, she's been in the playlist a lot more with covers than her originals. Yes. But maybe one or two originals too. Yes. And she's always, she always brings some kind of magic. Mm -hmm. And this is no exception. It's such a Rufus song. Yes. Right? Uh, and that's also why I love it too. Yeah. I freaking love him. I okay? know you do. I know you do. <laughs> 
And I don't blame you. Fan over here, fan. She's also someone that when she hits the mark on those covers, yeah, it's so freaking beautiful. And she does like a, a range of people. She doesn't necessarily change the song from a masculine-oriented song to a feminine-oriented mm-hmm. song, but it still feels very different having her, her obviously her feminine voice, but her mm-hmm. phrasing and her, just sort of her Madison Cunningham-ness. Yes. To do the song, it feels... Yep, and it's not just because it's a woman singing. I think it has more to do with her, the way she sings. I think you're probably right. And this is definitely one of those songs, like, you've heard them, songs that an artist writes that no matter who covers it, you know whose song that is. So Jeff Buckley is a perfect example. Exactly. But this is just... I mean, it definitely sounds like a Rufus Wainwright song. Yeah. But she puts her little Madison Cunningham spit on it. Yeah. And you can tell it's her little voice is so little is the wrong word, but mm-hmm. like she has a she has a very sweet yes. thinness to her voice, but also so much power and, and like so much an authenticity yeah, to it yeah. that just like carries like some weight. Yeah. And it's it's also another example of on the completely opposite end of a perfect cover. Like mm-hmm. a perfect mm-hmm. song. Yeah. You know what? What? I want to go to the country. To the country. <laughs> With the Viagra boys. <laughs> I'm sure you do. <laughs> they sound like your type. Anywho, yeah. what did you think of this song? I think I like this song more this time than the first time. Oh, yeah? I don't think I was ever about to pick it, and I don't... I thought you might pick it, but I... It didn't quite rise to that level. I was close. I was close to picking it, yeah. and then I changed my mind yesterday. I think. As as one of your two. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But then I realized that the other ones were too damn good. Yeah. I was like, no. The thing that strikes me about this song is the incongruity between the the need to get back to the country and live a chill life and just like live by the stream and hang out <laughs> and and the the. Tense darkness yes. intensity of I love his it vocals. So and it's like, much. We gotta go to the country. He's like he's he, fucking desperate. Like yeah, something is about to happen if this guy ta- doesn't. He's talking himself into needing to be chill. Exactly. By being the opposite it's, of chill. It's also it's very much like that trope that like there's a TV show, there's a movie, whatever. There's a character, and they want a slower life, whatever, because all of these things are happening around them, mm. but they don't realize it's them that's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so they're very fucking desperate in their whole attempt to like it's, it's, it's find a peaceful your time, life. But it's, it's before your time, but it's Green Acres. It's it's uh-huh. Eddie Albert needing to move to the country. I've seen it. But he's still he's still married to either Ava or Zsa Zsa. Uh-huh. I can never remember which one it was. The the great theme song of like uh, the chores, the stars. The thrill is gone, and I think I think the I think the mood is improved. I, I feel like you didn't like this one all that much, and then all of a sudden it appeared in the greatest hits. And and Fair. may I offer Fair. a theory? May I offer a theory? What's your theory? The theory is that you hear this song, and you you like it, you get mm-hmm. it, and then you come back to it later, and you're like. This is kind of definitive. Yep. Like it's like correct. I, exactly. I didn't, I didn't. I didn't recognize it at the time, mm-hmm. and I. I feel like I heard this version a bunch of times, and then when it popped up again, I found it again and thought about putting it in the playlist. I was like, why did I not put this in the playlist <laughs> years ago? Because this is like, this is kind of magic. So you wanted? I have one line of note uh-huh. for this. Want to hear it? Yes. LOL, I changed my opinion. You are right. This is better than the BBK version. <laughs> I don't know that it's better, but it's... Or at least it's on the same plane in a different universe. It's on the same level on a different plane. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that it's better, but it's it says what the song is trying to say mm-hmm. in a pretty much perfect way. Yeah. No complaints at all with this yeah. song. And I could just like listen to the two of them jam. For, for days. Well, there's a whole album of it. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we have more if we want. 
And then we also should mention Julia Jacqueline's Comfort. This one, this one definitely has a history. Like, mm -hmm. you submitted it, and then it didn't get in, and then yes. you resubmitted it, yes. and it did get in. Correct. And then now it's in Greatest Hits, mm -hmm. and didn't make it, but it's still, it's still Wonderful. greatest. It's still so beautiful. I'm surprised you didn't pick this. I had to pick others. Yeah. And she's also been in the playlist so much. I was trying to give other people a shot here. That's <laughs> it's fair. supposed to be for greatest hits. That's fair. But a different day, it could it could have easily been in there, yeah. you know. To me this speaks to what a good what a good songwriter is, but like mm -hmm. it's all in her voice. Yes. There's almost no like I could play this on a guitar, mm -hmm. you know? Like there's no there's nothing to this other than what a beautiful melody it is and what a great singer she is and when how she, expressive she can be. Exactly. It's, it's so much in her voice and her stage presence mm -hmm. is crazy. Yeah. Like, especially when she hits it, when she sings songs like this, you you can't fucking move. You're, yeah. you're trapped there, okay? You are watching her do her thing, perform, and all you can do is sit there and be in awe yeah. of what's happening before you. When you saw her locally, do you remember any of the songs in her set? Do you remember what she played? Or is it, was you, you were just so mesmerized that you don't <laughs> I remember some of them. Uh -huh. A lot of them were from her first album. And I think she played a couple from this album. Uh -huh. And I don't remember her playing this one, but. Uh -huh. Man. Oh. I, I remember basically staying in one spot the whole time, just. Just staring. <laughs> fucking uh -huh. staring and. Uh -huh. That's that's it. Yeah. I don't. I brought a friend with me. I don't know what the fuck they said. What happened? Yeah. I was just there, enjoying mm -hmm. being alive in that moment. Good for you. Good yeah, for her. it was amazing. I would love to see her again, but I don't see she's coming to Virginia anytime soon. I wonder if there's any Australians coming anywhere locally, even close. I wonder if there's any Australians coming anywhere close by anytime soon. <laughs> I can think of one person. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yep, maybe uh, Angie McMahon. Maybe we're seeing her huh. next month, even. Huh. Hmm. Huh. Baby. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, baby. <laughs> this is Conradson. When when I first saw that you put this in, and mm -hmm. I first listened to it again, and it's like we've talked about it. It's like Spotify when you when it shuffles your songs. Sometimes it feels like you hear the same song all the time. I feel like I hadn't heard this song in five years. Oh, which yeah? Which is not accurate. But I feel like I just, like, I forgot about this song. And then I heard it again. And, like, the first time I heard it, I got a little teary. Yeah. Like, it's such a strong, beautiful, amazing performance. And it's also... It's all of those things. And it's also incredibly vulnerable, it feels uh -huh. like. It feels like you're watching her just raw and yeah. naked out there yeah. doing something or give birth or right. something yeah and i i still love it but i think it's a case of like other songs mm -hmm. passed it a little bit for me but man i was so happy to listen to this oh, in the good. last week yeah i, I kind of put it in here for you i mean uh -huh. I do love it. It definitely grew on me, obviously, because uh -huh. I put it in there. But it grew on me since you submitted it, and I kind of just wanted to listen to it more. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Also thought we'd take a minute here and and give each other a little crap about some songs that we wanted in that the other one did not was not nice enough to include yes yes let the fighting begin so again what we did here was that songs that i had originally submitted and got into the playlist then for greatest hits phoebe was allowed to submit back for the greatest hits playlist Correct. and vice versa so the songs that i submitted this time were originally Phoebe's and vice versa. Therefore, there were some songs of mine that are really fucking fantastic that Phoebe failed. 
Yep. The first of these, and and so I will also say though that there are some songs that I know that I really love that I know that you didn't really care for, mm -hmm. and I'm not really even including those. Fair. I, I'm fair. Not, like there's some uh -oh. songs that you know, like I get that maybe it's just a me song and mm -hmm. you, you weren't crazy about it, but there are some songs that I think you should have. We should have. We should have had better agreement on. And I don't know that I don't know that you like this one as much as me, but I'm still going to include Devochka's Queen of the Surface Streets. Fair. Did, was that even on your list? It was early on. Man, that's a fun song. I know. Yeah. It's just so fun. It's just we've said this several times, and we'll say it again. Yes. It's impossible. It's it's hard to narrow it down to ten. But yep. that was at least on your list. It was on mm -hmm. my list. Yeah. And there's some that. Uh, of the ones that I had to choose that were originally yours for my songs to submit for the Greatest Hits playlist that I'm upset that I didn't pick. Sure. Yeah. Same. There's, there's, it, it feels like the, it feels like there's no right answer it, here. It right? was hard. It was hard to it was hard to vote for these and it was hard to even narrow it down to 10. Yes. How about you? You got I one do, for me? I like that one. Um, for me. So Laura Marling's Hope We Meet Again. Uh huh. Why didn't you choose that one instead? I think that's a better song. I don't. Yeah, I I really like I really like Rambling Man. Although I mean Rambling Man is I, really good. But. I I fully agree. The one of yours is a fantastic song. I love it. I love listening to it. But if if I was only going to pick one, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's fair. Mm -hmm. I know you know that I like this song. I think it's, I, for me, it's one of the best songs that's been in the playlist in the last 11 months is Fire, 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 Craig Cardiff. Mm -hmm. And I, you don't like it quite as much as me. I don't. Huh? <laughs> and for me, in my brain, yeah. it was between that Craig Cardiff or the Marty O'Reilly. I was like, obviously the Marty O'Reilly. Yes. And I don't know why I, I developed these, either this or. Right, right, right. <laughs> Literally nobody asked. Uh, right. You, you got you to gotta keep them in the right column. Uh -huh. That was how I made it made sense in my head. But uh -huh. I feel like if I'd chosen that. I did consider it, obviously, but I feel like if I had chosen that song, the Marty O'Reilly wouldn't get in. And I was okay. like, it can't happen. Okay. But see, you could pick both. But then something else wouldn't yes, get in. Yes, yes, you're right. And I'd be right. sad. You're right, you're right. Again, it, you know, this could be, if we were forced to do this last week, uh -huh. all of these could be different. Yes. You got another one for me? Okay, I know that this is a song that I like way more than you do uh -huh. the Peter Broderick let it go uh-huh I so badly wanted something to click for you and uh -huh. for you to get it yeah. and you just never did I don't I like the song but it was never it was never it was never seriously on my list it's so freaking good yeah there's so many uh, maybe one day yeah how about uh this again talk about talk about big al getting teary over here mm -hmm. you should do this for a living beverly be Gill. oh man that was in my play it was literally in, i think yeah. it was the 11th or 12th uh-huh and i i flitted between that one and i think the rep madison uh-huh that was hard yeah that was a really hard choice that, Ruby Gill. that one and the uh conradson as well uh-huh it was so freaking hard, and I went back so many times and like took it out. And I did the same thing with the other one that like I put it in there, then I took it out. I was like, yep. oh my god, where's yep. my song? Where's my song? Yep. Yep. And then I put it back in again. Yep. And then something else got left. Out. That's one that I'm I'm really upset about that I did. Well, not I'm submit. I'm glad it was I'm glad it was close. Yes. That's 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 a consolation prize. <laughs> you got another one. I do. The Harry Nilsson, Think about your troubles. Yeah. Yeah. That was Man, that song. was on the list. That okay, was, that was, that's good. Maybe not on the last thirteen list, yeah. but that was definitely it was on a list. That was definitely <laughs> on the list at one point. I don't know. Why I had it in my head that I thought you were going to submit that song. I definitely, I definitely, both in submitting songs and in voting songs and songs I picked mm -hmm. for the final thing. 
lately, I think we've talked about this. Lately, I've been on an obscure artist kick, mm-hmm. and I definitely like I I like finding and promoting to our vast listenership here. I love I love giving some love to some songs to some artists that mm-hmm. people are not as familiar with, and not like Harry Nielsen no, is a household word these days. But like he's at least right. He was super well known he, in his he time. He had a he had a career. He hung out with John Lennon. Yeah, I get that. But I think the elephant in the room here. Oh, God. Do you know what I'm going to suggest? Just just say it. What happened to Sunshine of Your Love? Why is Rotary Connection not present? I knew this was coming for me. Yes. I don't have an answer. Yeah. It's literally just a different day, a completely Mm -hmm. different playlist. Mm -hmm. I respect that, but man. I know. That was... was, did that one hurt? That one really hurt. I'm that sorry. was that was one that like, and you had a, you had a sure, you had a sure correct pick. Like <laughs> oh now you're now you're fucking going to, picking huh? I, well I'm saying if, if you wanted to know that you were getting a vote right, <laughs> like, you could have put that in and just checked that one off the list and it's like well Big Al's gonna pick that one. Well you know what it is. What? It's the fighting segment. Oh, uh, the fighting segment. You know what it is. It's the segment of, of like, <laughs> where's my rotary connection? <laughs> I want my rotary connection. God. No, I, I, this is all in fun. Like, uh, I, 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 mean, I love the songs you submitted, and I'm not unhappy with any of them. But... Some yeah. some you have some fondness for and yeah. might be a little salty about. Yeah. You, you got any more for me? Um. Well, I already submitted it as one of the two for you to pick from. It was the Nathaniel Rayburn. Yeah. So. That I, one. I think that you said one our was. Piece about that that one, one was. That one was very much on the list. Mm. And I think you talk about your either ors. Yep. I I felt like there were too many from the last playlist, mm-hmm. and I was, I kind of fell more and more and more and more in love with the Joshua Burnside. Yes. And I was like... I get it. I was kind of like, I, I don't want to pick both. Yeah. And I, yeah. I really narrowed it down You just get it in your two. head. You're yep. just like, well, somehow yep. I've decided this if was this, If two. this, then no longer that. <laughs> right. uh-huh. Like that makes any fucking sense. Right. You try to apply logic to a very illogical situation. <laughs> exactly. I'm so happy with our with our playlist. Are you? Are you? Are you as delighted as I am? I'm very happy with yeah. it. I look at these songs and it just—I don't know—it feels special. It's another year, another wonderful greatest hits playlist, and these are completely different from the last one. So that makes me happy too. And they're also s- sort of—it feels different than I thought it would feel. Yeah. I think every playlist maybe is like that. But yeah, I think we approach the Greatest Hits playlist with, I don't know about you, but like almost a reverence. Like mm-hmm. this is this is a very special, this is a very special thing for us. I feel a great duty here. Absolutely. <laughs> a it's, responsibility. It's a great, I feel, a, I feel a great duty to you as your playlist host, your co-host, and I feel a duty to our listeners, and I feel a duty to the music to like want to present the best possible collection of songs yes. that we And the best can. possible collection at that time. Exactly. Right. That is forever right. changing. Right, right. <laughs> we could record this exact same thing tomorrow and you would be hearing a bunch of different stuff. Exactly. But thank you, Phoebe. This was fun as always. Wonderful as always, Al. We've created yet another wonderful greatest hits playlist. We have. And thanks for listening. And we'll be back the first of March with a March playlist. Please tune in. Thanks for listening. Both our Spotify playlist and our silly little podcast are updated and released around the first of each month. 
We were recorded every month in the warm and cozy hug of the OML Studios right here in downtown Manchester, Richmond, Virginia. If you've enjoyed our podcast, please both subscribe and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. And please tell your friends, nothing beats good people talking to good people. And if you want to hear the music we've been talking about, please subscribe and listen to our finished order playlist on Spotify by searching for In the Distance Oblivious. And visit our podcast home on the internet at itdo.name where you can find all the links to our playlist fun, our intro episode, as well as videos of a lot of the songs that we're talking about. If you have any questions or suggestions for us, please feel free to drop us an email at music at itdo.name. Thanks to Woodford's Reserve Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey for helping recording this month. Our theme music is from Red Eye by Ease Jammy Jams. Accordion music is by Andrew Huang. We find a lot of our great background music from Blue Dot Sessions. And all of our music credits are listed in our show notes. Thanks to Marty O'Reilly and the Old Soul Orchestra. Thanks to Department of Eagles. Thanks, Carl. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Frank. Please keep listening and tell your friends. Fresh air. Times Square. We gotta go to the country.